In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. It's The Golf Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. And Ali Dean. I really am rugged with this. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. Big match coming up, brother. Gonna be me and the caddy. What am I gonna do? Why don't you try him a little left? And why don't you try backing yeah. up? Give me just a little room. Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching the ball. I'm moving my head. I'm laying it off. I'm throwing. Look at that me. I'm clearing to it. I'm clearing to it. My God, my swing throw. I'm full to launch him. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Save me from the double bogey blue. And a happy Sunday morning to you. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. We are live in the battery. It is apparently a game day. You'll excuse us for not necessarily being all that connected. Braves playing today. Don't miss it. Truist Park. They are playing today against the other team. That other team would be right after they start the game. That's when the, they're the L.A. Angels. The L.A. The the LA Los Angels, for whom they've already taken two straight. Yes, looking for a sweep today. Yes, there you go. And the first pitch will be right after they throw out the ceremonial first pitch. Shortly after the national anthem, roughly around uh, one twenty. That's exactly yeah. right, Derek. That's exactly Derek what I was going to say. Thank you for that. <laughs> don't, don't miss it. How are you? How are you this morning? I'm great. We're all in studio together. Adam and I played soccer last night. Uh, Adam, the intern, he's here. I'll give him credit for being here. Did he get to soccer on time? <laughs> he did. did he? And, and it will please you to know it was noted. <laughs> it was noted? Yes. Good for him. Good for him. It was noted. I, I heard he got a red card. Yes, he did. He was red carded. Now, in our games, that doesn't mean what it means in other games. But he uh, was playing on a yellow. It's more of a card of shame. Yes. Yeah. You still play. Yep. Just with a cloud over your head. Yes, we've had a, a young lady play with play with as many as three. Wow. <laughs> Six yellows. And, I mean, it must probably was only four or five. There's probably at least one straight red in there. So but. these are just like reprimands, like that we're, we're angry at well, you, we but you can still play. The only true official we've ever had was when Ollie came a couple weeks ago. So... And I'm, a, and I'm a let him play kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't reach into the pocket too many times for cars. I just kind of, they, people would look at me and I'd be like, I'd give the referee shrug. Yeah. He's a whistle swallow. The hand gesture. Come on, get up. Get going. Yeah. Yeah. Let's play. 
Speaking uh, of playing, you played a lot of golf this week. I uh, I've played, been been all over the place. Played a lot. Uh, congratulations to Andy Mao of Georgia Tech. He wins the Southeastern Amateur. I was down there playing at the Country Club of Columbus. Uh, Andy got to fourteen under par, one by two shots. Congratulations, Country Club of Columbus. Just wonderful. It's an old Donald Ross course, is it? Old not? Donald Ross from the early nineteen hundreds and. Uh, well, that sounds like small greens that don't don't <laughs> hold very well. That's what that sounds like to me. They got very wet, so they held better than uh, than anybody would have expected them to hold. But yes, you're exactly right. Tiny little greens, uh, beautiful golf course. Uh, the superintendent's name is August Rocco, and he is he is he's a former. He, he was at Peachtree. He was with uh, he was on William Shirley's staff. He told a couple of funny stories. First one, his first job, he pulls into uh, Pumpkin Ridge. Pretty sure, no, not Pumpkin Ridge, Sleepy Hollow up there in New York. He's up, he lives up there or lived up there. And he was looking for his first internship job. And so he's there bright and early in the morning. And he said he, uh, he gets out of his car and the first person he sees is the superintendent who's driving by in a golf cart. And he stops him and he says, <laughs> says excuse me, sir. Is, can you direct me to who I would talk to for a summer a summer internship? And the superintendent looks at him and he goes, hey, you'd be here tomorrow at 730. You start tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. He was just looking for bodies. <laughs> so he got him and that's what got him in the business. Second story he told uh, isn't necessarily as fit for air, but it, it you know, talked about William Shirley and, and, and it talked about, you, you know, you need to have a, me- a relationship with your members. You know, you, you can't be just walled up in your office or riding a lawnmower. You need to know who's playing and what's what's how the golf course is playing. And, and if you can play a little bit, that's okay, too. And, hey, you know, empathize with them that that 12th green, it bounces over or whatever it is. You right. know? And, and I started thinking about William Shirley has got inside this game of golf, there's a recognized, uh, there's a tree, the Bob Ford tree. Bob Ford is a longtime PGA professional and was the head pro at Oakmont. And pretty much anybody that ever worked for him is now off working some other great place. And they all learn their customer service skills and their their life skills from Bob Ford. And if you're a part of the Bob Ford tree, then that's pretty special. And uh, William Shirley's got a pretty good tree going at Pine Tree also. Or not Pine Tree, Peach Tree also. He's got it's a lot of folks that have come through that program that have really learned how to do it. And they're at really nice places doing really good things. And, yeah. Uh, and August Rocco is down there at the Country Club of Columbus doing the same thing. Have you ever talked to Bob Ford? Yeah. I imagine he has some amazing stories. Not only the head pro at Oakmont, but also director of golfer, head pro at Seminole, too. Yep. How about those two spots? We'd go up and work Oakmont in the summertime when Seminole was closed. And then head back to yep. Seminole in the winter. Yep. As soon as Seminole would kind of open up their doors, things were winding down at Oakmont. He would, tray, he would go back and forth every once in a while, but... I imagine he has pretty good people skills. Yeah. To land those two gigs. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, did the U.S. Amateur last year at Oakmont with Bob Ford. Yeah, I bet the stories were amazing. Yeah. Knows uh, knows every inch of the place. <laughs> that's uh, that's for sure. So that's that was my week uh, down there. The U.S. Amateur qualifying is going on. I, w- I will not be participating. <laughs> I sure did try, but uh, will not be participating. Uh, Southeastern Amateur was going on. Uh, you got the junior boys match play up in front of you. This, this is golf season right now. It we is got definitely every, tournament season. Everybody's running their golf tournaments right now. Yeah, congratulations to Scott Crow, um, junior boys champion in the uh, 
GSGA Junior Boys match play. I think we had the junior girls going on at the same time, and Mahima Berpatura won the girls' side, so congratulations to both of them and all the competitors as well. You're brave to try that. Uh, and apparently the Senior British Open is going on as Derek Thomas just walked in here and made the TV show us that golf. He made it show us that golf. And Darren Clark and Paul Broadhurst are leading. That's pretty cool. Uh, Georgia PGA's uh, Georgia Open is coming up. They're going to be up at Jennings Mill. You know Jennings Mill. Yeah, played that course quite a bit. Our mutual friend, Jeremy Friedman, used to work for the Golf Channel. Now working uh, down in Florida for some women's golf tournaments. He was, uh, uh, I think he worked in the cart shack to put himself through college at Georgia. Okay. So we'd sneak out and play Jennings Mill sometimes. I can believe that. Good track. There's one house on the corner of a, a par five that literally might have 10,000 ball pot marks in the side of it because everybody oh, really? hits it. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's coming up in a, Not that I ever hit it. a, sure a little hit bit it. more than a week. And if you want to go up there, if you're up in the Athens area, you want to go over to Jennings Mill and watch the Georgia Open. Tickets are free. You can go in and watch some really good golf. Jennings Mill go. used to have a what is now the Corn Ferry Tour. It used to have an event there, and they've had Q School there. They've had all kinds of stuff. So that's what's all going on locally. There's just stuff happening. Everywhere you look, there's people doing things. Uh, professionally, PGA Tour is up in Blaine, Minnesota. Scott Piercy is leading. Uh, but you you do a great job. I'll give you credit, Ollie. Oh, Adam, write that down. We're coming in here. We're talking about Sunday morning golf. Last week on this program, we came in here. We talked about Sunday morning golf, and it was at the British Open, and we now have a winner. And I uh, believe we pointed out that the best putter in the field didn't make anything the day before, look out for the best putter in the field. And sure enough, Cam Smith remembered who he was on Sunday, and that he was made, enough. He made a lot of putts on Sunday. Yeah. That was an impressive back nine. What do you have, six birdies in a row coming? I think it was five, five in a row right around it was 10 and maybe nine and 10, and then just whatever, add them up from there. <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt bad for Rory. And, and look, I'm a Rory fan. Um, I love his golf swing. Um, I, when he's on, he's incredible to watch. It was painful because he didn't really put a foot wrong. I mean, he didn't hit any bad shots. He didn't hit in any unnamed bunkers that you can't get out of. He didn't blast one out of bounds. He hit quality shots the entire day, could not make a putt. Meanwhile, the guy behind him is making everything. Right. And he could feel it. He knew, you know, you just you just knew that it was going to take better than two birdies. I think that's all Rory had was two birdies. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, for the day. Uh, and bogey free. Now, now, what you got to hope is that somewhere late in the round, Cam finds one of those. He finds workers. Well, the, the named ones are the ones. Yeah, you that's don't true. Want. The named yes. ones are the ones you don't want to find. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to find any of them. But the named ones, is particularly, you don't yeah. want to. And find. that's uh, Paul Azinger did a good job of of mentioning that they generally have been named because of some disaster that has happened in them, and they're named either after the person that got involved in the disaster or something that that person uttered in the midst of the disaster or whatever they feel like. Yes, they have, they have, the, they have the spectacles and Cheap's Bunker and the beardies, the principal's nose. Spectacles. Them. Yes. The road hole. You definitely don't want to be in the road hole bunker. How about Cam Smith? Was Had the road hole bunker between himself and the hole. It's such a... The, the golf course architecture, the study in golf course architecture there, it's just brilliant. And 
when you realize there's a couple things you need to know, one of the reasons why they, they talk about why that golf course for this tournament is so special is there wasn't a lot of golf course architecture. Like, they didn't have a plan. They didn't, they didn't think about this. They didn't have bulldozers. You don't think the sheep had a plan they when they decided to huddle <laughs> down from the, the winds off the cove? This stuff happened pretty much by accident, and it's evolved just some of the, you know, most of those bunkers are completely irrelevant. But one of the reasons why they're irrelevant is because this golf course can be played both directions. You can stand on the first tee and play to the first green and play that way, which is what they did. Or you can stand on the first tee and play to the 17th green and then step over to the 18th tee and play up to the 16th green and play that way. You can play either direction with all the shared fairways. And when you play the other way, that whole other batch of bunkers that you're wondering, you walk past, you're like, why is that even here? Well, when you play it the other way around, you know why that's there. Yeah, and I I think another thing that's, I don't know if that golf course would have if it would hold as much reverence if it were not for the wind. So those bunkers that you talk about that you walk by and you're like, well, these are irrelevant. There's no reason for them to even be here. Well, suddenly when it's blowing 15 miles an hour the other way or 20 miles an hour the other way, you realize, wow, these bunkers do come into play. So I think everything just kind of comes together at St. Andrews, the weather, the course, the design, the hotel. It, it just makes it work for this championship. But it, but it's it's kind of you know, fragile in the fact that if you take any of those things away, then I don't know that it works as well. And and the road hole specifically, to your point, they, you know, there's it's very low tech where they're at. You, they, they're, you're literally teeing off from a spot that's out of bounds. If you and I go over there tomorrow and we hit it over onto that tee box that's across the railroad tracks, that's out of bounds. But they tee off from back there, but that's the only adjustment they've done. They hit it over a hotel, which can a little gimmicky. Yeah, yeah. You would, you would, you don't see a lot of that new course architecture. If you, if you wear those glasses, if Pete Dye had designed that, and we're teeing off from out of bounds, we're hitting over a hotel. I don't think the Scotsman would dig it. No. Donald Donald Trump built a golf course over there. If he was teeing off out of bounds on the wrong side of the railroad tracks, hitting over a hotel, put an Applebee's on the right hand side up by the green. How big a Trump side do you think would be on that hotel? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you'd have oh to my. you'd have to hit it between the the circle and the P. Yes, oh, the, the left hand side of the M because the M would be forty five feet wide. <laughs> yeah, but the Scots would hate it. Instead, it's just the way it developed over the years and the placement of that road hole bunker, which nobody placed it after years of shot link data research. That's just where it was, and that's the way the green was shaped, and that's where the road was, and that's where the wall was, and Cam Smith finds himself. Now, they know where they don't have to put the hole there. They've figured out where to put the holes over the years, but these guys, no, no new ball, no new driver, no new wedge has, has made that 17th hole obsolete. They just can't figure it out, and Cam Smith finds himself in this impossible spot. The grass is too tight to slide a wedge under. Even if you do slide the wedge under it and hit it perfectly, you can only hope to get it to stop maybe 10 feet behind the hole. That's absolutely perfectly. That's the one out of 10. And four out of those 10 are going into the street, not the road, the street behind the bleachers and behind the jigger in because you're hitting them right in the teeth. Yeah, you might be in somebody's bottle of Guinness. Yes. 
They won't even see it coming. <laughs> you'll hear them call four, and you'll be like, well, that can't be for me. Toink. Right inside of it. <laughs> That's where four out of ten of those are going. Only one out of ten of them leaves you with a ten-footer, so he doesn't hit that shot. No. He puts it around the bank turn of the road hole bunker. And if you hit that too hard, you go off the back, off the other side of the green, and you're over there in the in the gravel. Hit it too short, you're going to be... You're in the road hole bunker. You're in the road hole bunker. Probably having to putt one backwards just so you can hit your fourth shot. Actually, your fifth shot would then come out of the bunker. And the interesting thing is if all that happened, Rory McIlroy doesn't win. Cameron Young wins. Speaking Cameron of Young. Sleepy Hollow, his dad, the teaching professional at Sleepy Hollow Country Club, he would have won. What a tournament he had. Cameron's, Cameron Young bogeyed, he bogeyed or doubled the 16th hole. It was a double at the 16th hole at, at, uh, at the PGA Championship. Missed the playoff by one. We all forgot about that because Mito Pereira doubled the 18th hole to miss the playoff by one. Cameron Young doubled the 16th hole on Sunday to miss the playoff by one. And here he is at the British Open. A couple of bogeys on the card, including the first. Yeah, three put on number one. He bogeys the first hole, misses a, Eagles the 18th, and misses what would have been a playoff by one. Look out for Cameron Young. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. That drive he hit on 18 almost could have been a hole-in-one. He ends up making the, the the eagle, and I was I'm just about I was just about to look up how many if there have been any hole in ones there on eighteen. On All right, Derek eight. Thomas, don't look it up. Tell me, please. I was about to ask. I didn't how want to put you on the spot. How many aces on par fours have there been in the history of the PGA Tour? I think we talked about this. We have definitely yeah, talked a, about a it. couple. They play. Yeah, they play five or six. They used to play five or six drivable par fours a year. Now they're probably playing one a week. At least one every other week. Then the 18th, obviously the whole field could reach it. How many aces on par fours in the history of the PGA Tour? Three. I was going to say three, so I'll say two. Adam? Four. Adam says four. One. One. Is it still just one? Good, it's I went, unbelievable. I went. And that was a ricochet off think, of somebody else's putter. Obviously, in a fantastic shot, you're not supposed to make a whole... A, a, a one on a par four, but you would have thought it would have happened a we've couple got, more times. We've got a drivable par four just about every week yeah. nowadays. Golf clubs go forever. In this case, the whole field could get to 18. They weren't even hitting drivers half the time. Uh, it just That's that's one of the amazing things about the game. There's only been one. As good as these guys are. And it was Happy Gilmore, wasn't it? It was Happy Gilmore. <laughs> it was. <laughs> no, it was uh, Andrew McGee, 17th hole, TPC Scottsdale, banked it off of the putt, the putter of Tom Byram. Tom Byron was squatting down, lining up the line of his putt, had his putter leaning against his shoulder. Putter was sitting on the ground there. Uh, Steve Pate was actually standing over a putt for Eagle and was about to hit it. That's what, so Tom Byron wasn't, it wasn't even his turn. He's just kind of just chilling, just squatting down, catcher's crouch, lining it up. Pate's over it for Eagle. Ball comes bouncing up. Byron doesn't even see it. Bounces off of his putter, goes in the hole. Pate backs off. He's actually mad. Until he saw who it was. Well, Pate's always mad, right? <laughs> Wasn't his nickname the volcano? Was that Steve Pate? Yeah, I guess he was. He was the volcano. Yeah. Give me credit. Yeah. Give me credit Give for that Give him credit one. for that. Yep. Um, so, and Pate, by the way, would step back into the putt and make it. Oh, there you go. Had Pate hit his a second earlier, 
we could have seen an eagle and a double eagle go in the hole at the same time. Ooh, or tragically, or they could have knocked each not other's. Not gone in the hole, yeah. yeah. Boy, then the volcano would have erupted. Oh, there would have just been a fight. Oh, there might have been a How fight. How many fights have there been? We don't know. We don't have a, we don't have a number. <laughs> but only one, and Cameron Smith or Cameron Young was close to making a second in a major there. That would have been something else. Yeah, he had some. He drove the ball not well, impressively on Sunday. Some of the drives he had were unbelievable. I think he drove every reachable par four on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And Brooke Henderson leads the Evian Championship. That's a major that's going on right now. So you got two majors going on right now. Only Florida's on pretty close on that lead. She's board. one back. She's on. She's on quite a tear right now. Yep. Yep, there's uh, there's five players, one shot behind Brooke Henderson, and they're uh, they're out there right now. Evian Masters. Yeah, it's a good leaderboard. Lydia Ko in the top ten, Charlie Hull in the top ten, Nellie Corder, Brooke Henderson. Yeah, who's uh, who's in that group tied for second again? Uh, May Salgao. Is that right? Yeah. Who is it? May Salgao. Sure, it's not Mal. No, it's May. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I was going to you know, take the easy way out and say Sophia Schubert. <laughs> Nellie Corda. Silly. I think about? you nailed it. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so there's that. We're all caught up. Or are we? We'll take a break. Uh, we're all together here. It's a Braves game day. Braves and A's. Angels. 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 <laughs> oh, there's an A on their hat. Of course, not, there's an A on their hat. Same division, close enough. Yeah. Not, not for Anaheim. Weren't they the Anaheim Angels at some point? They They were. were. They They were the California Angels, the Angels, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Now I think they're just the L.A. Los Angeles. They were at one point the Los Angeles. They were the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Yes, Yes. that is correct. That's terrible. Yeah. Now they're just the crappy angels. And I don't think they've ever moved, right? I mean, they've all still been in the same spot. Yeah, it's one of the older parks. I think uh, they've actually been to it. Yeah, it's right down there by Disneyland. It is. Yeah. I've been near Disneyland. I've not been to Disneyland. Been near it. Close enough to see signs for parking. Yeah, every time I think about the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, my biggest sports fan regret ever is I never saw Nolan Ryan pitch live. So I always think of him in that Angels uniform and wish I would have seen that actually happen. Uh, Everybody else on the station, thankfully Derek included, knew they're playing we're the golf guys we don't we don't know we do know we do know golf yeah. we've got a lot to talk about uh joe lacava was on the dan patrick show talking about when tiger's next start might be we got a world record to talk about plus the rumor mill broke again go figure hmm. it's the golf show on the fan 680 and 93.7 fm and now it's time for who's driving Brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. So Joe LaCava goes on the Dan Patrick Show. Joe LaCava is the caddy for Tiger Woods. Before that, he was the caddy for Fred Couples. He's a good dude. Doesn't seek the spotlight. It's not easy to get him to do interviews, but when you do get him, he's excellent tiger doesn't mind because he knows he's joe's not going to say anything out of line he laid out a couple of events that he thinks uh, tiger might play in. he says he's hopeful tiger will play three or maybe four events between now and next year's masters so here's the question 
that makes this and also wraps up Who's Driving? Brought to you by Ray Judice. Uh, Joe mentions the Hero World Challenge, which uh, is a very flat golf course. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, mentions the uh, the PNC Championship, at which Tiger took a golf cart. Father-son event. Yep. Then he mentions uh, Riviera, which Tiger's foundation runs. That's That's not an easy walk. And possibly the Players' Championship, which goes back to being an easy walk. Uh, what, what are the chances Tiger plays a little more? He doesn't want to take a cart. <laughs> but one of the chances he decides, hey, because that, that was a dismal performance he had last week at the British Open. Yes. And it was because of lack of reps. And you can't get the reps because you can't walk the golf course. <laughs> Look, we, we know you're going to walk in the majors. We don't want you to pick up a victory and have it be tainted because you walked. But we don't want you to miss victories because you haven't played because you can't walk. So if all this is leading to the question of would he take a car? Who's driving? Could Tiger be driving? No. Okay. Ollie says no. What do you say? Uh, clearly no. He says no. Tiger yeah. said no. But that performance last week sucked. Yeah, it wasn't very good. And he knows it. And it was rust-ridden is what it was. Why was it rust-ridden? Because he hasn't played. Because he can't play. Maybe maybe that changes if you decide to ride in a golf cart. It's possible. It's not going to happen. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's see. Can I ask? Are you are you are you saying that Tiger would ask for an exemption at PGA events? Seventy eight, sure. seventy five for Tiger Woods. You're talking, of course, about PGA Tour events. Yeah. On the it, golf, sorry, PGA Tour events show. and getting the exemption of being able to use a, a cart. I think I'm just going to be that guy, by the way. I think I'm just going to walk PGA around Tour. saying there's no pin, there's no trap, and it's the PGA Tour. People know what you say. Around. People know what you gonna, mean when you say pin. Everybody's going to hate me. Word pin's not in the rule book, I don't think there. people will notice that much of a difference, do you? Okay. <laughs> Neither is Jerk. Duff, but everybody knows what that means. <laughs> I mean, I think, it'd be a, I think it'd be a subtle change. There I don't, is, I don't think it would stand out at all. There is not a player of this game that uses the term Duff. Sorry. Just coming up with something. Okay. <laughs> Uh, You're grouchy this morning. Yeah, apparently. I'm taking, I'm taking away one of his uh, one of his tally marks back here. Yeah, oh, take, take I'm losing credit. Take I'm afraid, I'm afraid you've yeah. lost the tally is mark. Unprecedented. Uh, <laughs> you've been given the equivalent of a yellow card on the radio right wow. now. Wow! Oh, look at look at Adam. The intern could oh. not be happier <laughs> to present his. Oh, that is air. the biggest grin that <laughs> I have seen all day. <laughs> Are you the biggest grin I've seen all week? Oh, oh arm held out straight. That's my favorite thing in soccer: make the referee making sure you know you, you come here. Yes, this, yes. this is for oh, you. I tried yeah. to give one to Henry yesterday, and he he walked away. Just come and on. They, <laughs> oh, <laughs> turn no, that right into a red. No, 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 no. Oh no! There's gonna be some hand wagon. Oh, get over here. He's, he's manufacturing oh, yeah. the yellow card with his phone. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, so so, a tiger doesn't want to ride. Casey Martin won the court case. It went to the Supreme Court. He gets you can you can ride in a cart on the PGA yes. Tour. You can do it. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to be in a position where they can do well, it. Well, not no. I mean, P. John Daly wouldn't mind. He, he's asked and he has gotten it before. Yeah, uh, he's been turned down before. Tiger doesn't want to be there because the worst case scenario is you take the cart and you win, and then there's an asterisk by win number eighty three, the all time record winner, record setter. You become the all time winningest player in the history of the PGA. Tour. Do you really think there'd be an asterisk? <laughs> if he's in a cart, somebody would put an asterisk there. Well, somebody would need a red card then. 
Tiger would probably put an asterisk there. So there's the problem. Yeah, that's probably fair. But the other side of it, and we, we are, we're all there. We're all completely with Tiger on that, except he just went 78-75. Maybe time is on your side. You just wait. You just feel better. But I, I just wonder. That's it. We're just wondering. That's all we're doing. That's what Ray Judice wants. He wants to hear wondering. Yeah, I got an interesting text from someone, and I think a lot of people that love golf got an interesting text after the first two rounds of the British Open, Open Championship, the Open. It's not, yeah, it's not even the Whatever. championship. By um, they dropped the word championship. They don't, don't like us anyway. No, they don't. Well, uh, but I think a lot of us got that text of, should Tiger hang it up? <clears throat> and my response to everybody that got that text that loves the game of golf is respond resoundingly, no. What? We need Tiger Woods. No, he doesn't need to give it up. And the next comment was, he just needs to play more. But to your point, how do we facilitate him playing more when it's a challenge for him to you know, get around on that leg? Yeah, nobody in the golf circles was asking that question because I think they know better. Uh, but it looked bad. It was it a bad start. Bad. And uh, all the conjecture over whether that was his last start there or not. They've only promised out the next three British Opens. Uh, they usually come back to St. Andrews every five years. They haven't promised out that far which is unusual that they wouldn't be promised out five years. I, I wonder if if Turnberry, if they're waiting on Turnberry there, they were waiting on the membership practices at Muirfield. Trump bought Turnberry. Yeah, I thought Turnberry was off the road when Trump well, bought it. it was, but I think they need it back in because at least they have open membership practices and mm. they keep going to places they don't want to go. They're going to Troon and they're going back to uh, to Ireland. And that's as far out as they have. Well, I'd love to see St. Andrews come back quicker. And Tiger have another chance to leave that place in a way that we would all like to see yeah. him leave that place. But even five years, he'd be 51. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Come back sooner than the five years. Yeah. Get him back there on the fourth year. If you only gone out three? Let's let's throw it right in there. Yeah. I, you know, I think you get him at 51. I mean, I, he comes back. But at that point, you're just, you're just saying, you're coming back to say goodbye, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I didn't want to see him go out that way and we won't see him go out that way but he might be worse <laughs> the next time we see him if we're talking about five or six or seven years from now uh so. yeah I, I here's like my one rule is i don't want to say well you know i'm not a doctor but i think his leg will heal in that period of time because i hate that kind of conjecture that's out there even from doctors that have never examined him but have examined hundreds of other leg injuries my hope is he's just continually healing I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, when you have a traumatic injury like he had, you know, there's a possibility that there's going to be continual healing and strengthening as time goes on. And that's my hope. Now, I don't know if that'll happen, but my hope is, is that he'll be able to play more in the future because the leg will continually get better. Well, that's what that's how the human body works. And uh, that's what he has said. Yeah. So I will go with those two. His own words. Now, Tiger's also not a doctor, but he is a human being. And he did stay at Holiday Inn Express. Right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so there's that. Uh, Cam Smith wins. I get a uh, text message from, uh, from the inner circle with, I believe, seven names on it. Uh, the rumors were swirling about Cam Smith going to the live people. Uh, I get a message. Cam Smith was on the, on the list uh, everybody else on this list, and it, by the way, then then all of a sudden, here comes Liv with an announcement. They're playing next week. They're playing up at Trump Bedminster, and they're going to announce three players. 
And I got a list. And everybody's expecting Cam Smith to be one of the three players they announce. And this would be a pretty major blow for the other organized tours if the guy that just won the last major championship says the equivalent of, I'm going to Disney World. Yeah. And I will see you in New Jersey. Yeah, you certainly didn't want to see the precedent set that good young player wins major championship and nextly departs for for live golf. Yeah, that that would have been bad for the establishment. Uh, so they announced their three. It's Jason Kokrak. Everybody saw that coming. Golf Saudi's been a longtime sponsor of his. Yeah, and he's not named Cam Smith. Uh, it's Charles Howell the third. Chucky Three Sticks. Yeah, fits the mold of the guys that have, you know, that probably don't have any more wins left. Going probably to get that. don't need to clear off the trophy case for another one. No, nope, they're going to go get that one last paycheck and ride off into the sunset. But that's not Cam Smith either. That's not Cam That's also not Cam Smith. Well, see, who's the third? The third has to be Cam Smith. Must be. But it's not. Who was it? Thomas, no, not Thomas Bjorn. Henrik Stenson. Oh, the stick in the eye pick. Henrik Stenson. Stick in the eye. And I I say stick in the eye because there's no other reason that Henrik Stenson would have moved the media needle at all, which he has, other than the fact of they poached the current, was current at the time, Ryder Cup captain for Europe. Yeah. And so the story comes out on Monday, day after the British Open, this is going to happen. Then the story comes out later in the day on Monday, which is interesting because the news cycle being generated over there on Greenwich Mean Time. So a story that comes out at 5 p.m. Eastern is written at 10 p.m. over there. And that's about when it comes out is that, no, no, Stenson is not going yet. He's going to meet with the European tour tomorrow uh, and they'll decide and, and I fully expected the European tour to just bow down and let him go. And still be captain. And still be captain or find a way of paying him off. Uh, they didn't. He left that meeting. Yeah, apparently the meeting didn't go well. And the, here's something I did not know. You don't hear me say that very often about golf. About anything, really. <laughs> well, <you> read more. <laughs> <laughs> the captain... Of the Ryder Cup is the only person involved that signs any sort of a contract. And in this case, you the, didn't Euro- know that? the European <laughs> Ryder Cup captain, jerk. Read the book, BK. <laughs> the uh, European Ryder Cup captain. I apologize to everybody listening that Brian didn't know that. Signed a contract and him going to live golf somehow violated that contract. And I wonder what is in that contract because here's what... Here's what we would know would be in there. You Conduct agree to do it. Detrimental to the European tour. I can't even imagine that's in there. Because oh, we're talking so. about. We're talking. <laughs> we're gathered here today to inspect the contract as it has been signed heretofore with by the Queen herself and Henrik Stanton. <laughs> Dear Henrik. By agreeing to work for Greg Norman, you're violating your contract. And you can't be the captain anymore. End of meeting. Sorry, I didn't really, we didn't know that was coming, but very good. Uh, so what, what, forget about a morals clause, because you, you lose a lawsuit over that. Everybody else gets to go. There's no morals clause here. What is it that Henrik Stenson couldn't do that they wanted him to do? Yeah, 
having seen a lot of contracts in my time, I, I'm sure it was conduct detrimental to the PGA Tour. And by going to join Liv, there's already precedent that the European Tour, DP World Tour, deems that conduct unbecoming. So I'm sure that it was probably in that vein. Henrik's quotes were contrary to that. He said, I could have lived up to everything in that contract and told them I could. It was about dates. We need you here at this point. We need you there. You got to do a uniform fitting. We need you over there in Rome for this press conference. You got to go do the morning drive, you know, the year out, the two years out. I guess we're already two years out. We're probably coming up on the one year out. Yeah, I think it's about right. Yeah, they have all, there's all kinds of stuff that the captain does. And, you know, a closer look at Ryder Cup captaincy, it's not a great deal, to be honest with you. Uh, hopefully, as part of this contract, and we just never found out about it. They hand you a gigantic lump of money because, I mean, it almost killed Steve Stricker. It yeah. takes a ton of time away from these guys at a time when uh, nowadays they keep getting younger and younger. They, they'd like them to be out playing. These guys would like to be out playing. It takes away time from playing. But Henrik says, I could have been there. I could have been at all of the dates. To Henrik, it was about dates. His quotes said it was about dates. The European tour says, no. He's out. So to your point, was there a reason why you had to sign Henrik Stenson? All right, well, he's a race to Dubai champion. He's a FedEx Cup champion. He is a major champion. Yeah, what's, what's his world golf ranking right now? I don't know. It's like 275 <laughs> not, or something. Not very high. No, it's not. It's not in the top 10. It's most likely he's the most attractive because you made him quit. You made him choose one job over the other, and he chose yours. Yeah, um, so this leads into an interesting conversation about the passion of the Ryder Cup. And how many times have we heard that the Europeans are much more passionate about the Ryder Cup? Sergio went an entire career without winning a major championship, but in interviews it was okay because he was a Ryder Cup stalwart and he had more wins than any other Spaniard. And it's all about the Ryder Cup. So if you were live... Not only is it a stick in the eye to the DP World Tour, which runs their side of the Ryder Cup by taking the captain, but it's also, you know, now creating some divide among these passionate European golf fans who live for the Ryder Cup of, are you going to destroy the Ryder Cup if you don't let these players be members of the European Tour? So yep. As of right now, I think Westwood's got the record for uh, most points. I think Sergio's got the record for most Ryder Cups played in. Uh, you got both of those guys. Now you, you got Stenson. You just got their captain. Yes, for all of these years, we've been hearing how little the Ryder Cup must mean to the selfish, greedy Americans and how it's everything to the Europeans, and you got most of their team over there on that tour walking away. Now, they're all saying they didn't want to walk away, but they did. Yeah. Luckily, there was a local golf show in town that kept telling you that that bit about the passion of the Europeans was garbage the whole time. Yeah. You, you can believe me I was now. driving through Knoxville, and I heard that, yeah. that broadcast. Yeah, it's a good show, those guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I certainly think that it also... I missed. <clears throat> you need, at some point, public support for this. And if you tap into, you know, what could happen to the Ryder Cup, does the public, does the press change their tune to say you need to let these guys be a part of this and play on tours and not be suspended. I think that's a, I don't know if it's the lead strategy for live, but it's certainly something that, that I think is going to, and we've already seen have conversations about, are we ruining the Ryder cup by creating this divide in golf and, and should the PGA tour and the DP world tour back off? Yeah. 
<clears throat> I'm going to look for the European standings, and I don't think they have them up on their on their site anymore. <laughs> what this European team would look like right now? Yeah, who yeah. do you who do you put now as the captain? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, you put Thomas Bjorn on there because I don't know how big a check it would take to get Thomas Bjorn, who's not clearing off any space on his trivia case either, to go join Liv. Yeah, Padre Harrington says he doesn't want to do it. Bjorn was already named an assistant. Do you go just down the list and get somebody that, uh, you know, Luke Donald was theoretically going to get this job and they gave it to Stenson? Do you just go to Luke? Hey, uh, remember when we uh, (laughs) we picked Henrik instead of you? I mean, do you just give it to Rory because you know he's not going? Yeah. Player, I give it to Rory. Playing captain. I give it to him. That's a hell of a call. Yeah. Let's give it to Rory. I don't have to sweat him getting bought out by the, the live tour. Playing captain. I give you credit. Ooh, it's a hell Adam. of an idea. Adam. It's a hell of an idea. Stop because playing Minecraft. Put me on the <clears throat> tote board. Then he's a recruiting. He's a recruiter, too. Yeah. Not only are you the captain, Rory, you're the playing captain. Go find yourself some players. <laughs> Speaking of recruiting, did you see Cam Smith and Billy Horschel entered a fishing tournament down there in Florida? I did see that. You think Billy Horschel was doing some recruiting? Need to stick around. Couldn't hurt. Hang in there with us. Couldn't hurt. Mm. Well, Cam Smith's not uh, doing this for the money. We got to take a break. Uh, it's the golf show on the fan, 680, right? We got to take a break. Yeah. All right. We'll be back, right back after this. Golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. <laughs> Atlanta's best golf experts right here on Atlanta's Golf Station. Now more of the Golf Show with Brian K. Crick and Ali Dean on Atlanta's Sports Station, The Fan. All right, now we're just about out of time. We don't know what's going to happen with Live Golf, but they are going to play next week. Uh, We do know one new bit of news besides the players that we mentioned, none of which being Cam Smith. It looks like David Faraday is joining the broadcast. David Faraday has officially been announced by the Live Tour. Did you see the video where they announced him? Yeah, and unfortunately I stayed to the end to that weird, weird Phil Mickelson sleeping with the gorillas portion of that. That was odd. Yes. So they do this video, which has everybody talking into their phone. Bryson's like, hey... David, welcome to the team. And, you know, Ian Poulter, you know, they're telling David Faraday stories. Graham McDowell. That Bryson was real charismatic. During yes. Too. Yeah. It was It was all obviously half-hearted. Kevin Na, somebody said Kevin Na looked like he was in a hostage video. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kevin Na is shooting from, like, well, a laptop. there's guys with, never mind. Yeah, Kevin Na, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Shooting from a laptop that's across his kitchen. You know, Kevin Na's like one inch tall in this picture. You can see his refrigerator. <laughs> uh, and so as weird and uncomfortable as that was, Phil at the end, there's Phil Mickelson holding his phone. He's wear, he's outside. Wearing a mask. He's wearing a mask, yep. a black mask, like one of the COVID masks. Yeah. Be, there's not another human being in the picture. Just some gorillas. Back and he's behind outside? Him about yeah. tw- outside. Back behind him about 20 feet. Maybe four, hopefully farther than that. Multiple silverback gorillas. Not wearing masks. Not, they are completely unmasked. They're maskless? They're vaxxed, though. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. They were, that's a good point. Yeah, probably boosted. <laughs> Where the hell are these gorillas? Why is Phil? There's nothing between Phil and the gorillas. So where is that okay? And he's whispering. Yes. Why did he feel like he needs to take the camera out and do the Greg, do the David Faraday video there and then? And underneath the mask, you can see he hasn't shaved in two years. Wait, so he's been accepted into ape society like like Jane Goodall or whatever. Right. So. 
What the heck? I've got so many questions. Yeah, I, it was it was odd. It was odd. But we know Faraday is going to be on the broadcast team. Yeah. <laughs> Gary McCord, who made a point to say he did not sign an NDA, is in discussions with joining the broadcast team for Live. So it looks like they're getting the band back together. But here's my question on all this. If you're trying to reinvent the game, does reinventing mean going back 10 years and stealing CBS's broadcast team? Because I'm not seeing anybody new on this list that's making an impact. Yeah, and the scuttlebutt was Barkley has had a meeting, and that's because Barkley said he would take a meeting and that he has had a meeting and or he was going to have a meeting that we haven't heard. Yeah. Barkley's so, fun. Yeah, he's fun for exhibitions. Yep. And nice. right now these are exhibitions. Yeah. And he said he'll kill a relative for $200 million, so we'll, see, like what the, we'll see what we'll see they throw at him. Yeah. I missed that quote. Yeah, that was early. That was what he said on the... He yeah. said, I will kill a relative for $200 million, and then he backs it up by saying, yeah, one I like, too. Yeah, huh. that was on Boy, the... Boy, I'm uh, taking him off the family reunion list, aren't you? McAfee show. <laughs> he was joking. He's a funny guy. He was yeah, making I'm jokes. Just, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm not inviting him over for Riz's the family reunion. It's not happening. He's no longer invited to my cookout. Well, I'm not coming either. <laughs> that, was ter- that was terrible. You uninvited me. <laughs> Uh, like Colonel Sanders? I'd love to play. <laughs> might have been. I always default to Foghorn Leghorn. I see. I see. That'll never fly. I'd love to play with Charles. I, I think Charles enter- is, is entertaining. No, we talked I, about this last know. week. Charles is yeah. great. Uh, where that fits in on in your list of hires. I don't know what that says about your operation, but, I mean, he's he's a good broadcaster. He's funny. Yeah, I don't think it brings credibility to your broadcast if you're trying to be a championship league. But, you know, if you're trying to have a fun exhibition, you know, a little... Little hidden giggle, 54 hole shotgun start. Seems like a good fit. <laughs> All right, we're out of time. Braves and uh, the, the team from California near Disneyland today. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. At some point. Adam, I'll give you credit. You weren't late. Derek, thanks. We'll see you next week on the fan, 680 FM. Thanks for streaming Atlanta's Sports Station. We're proud to bring you the fan at the office or at home. Brought to you by the mortgage professionals at South Point Financial Services. Visit them at SPFS.com. That's SPFS.com. And thanks for streaming the fan. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.